0: So on today's podcast, I basically tell you to go stare at a wall, and it is probably the most profound advice that I've ever seen on an Instagram post. (laughs) And I really do share that in today's podcast, but we also talk about what this incredible Instagrammer that we found, uh, Caleb, calls the three different modes of productivity and how to celebrate and honor each one of these modes and how they're equally as important for you in your success as an entrepreneur or as a person how to utilize them, questions to use, and ways to identify them to get back in the field. So we got that. Today's a quick one. It's to the point. It's very actionable. gives you some how. So all that and more right now, because we're about to cue the intro. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business each monday and friday i'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home giving you the tools to extract honor and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers sound fabulous cool let's get into the episode everybody welcome back to another episode of the mind of george show today we're going to be talking about productivity or intentionality. But to be specific, we found this incredible post on Instagram from an incredible gentleman named Caleb Duplain, which will be linked below in the show notes. And he talks about the three different modes of productivity. And this is so profound, and so powerful and so simple that we have to share it. I utilize it every day. And it's so, so, so important. And so I'm really, really excited to talk about this one because we've been getting a lot of questions and this actually just came up in the feedback forms from our event leading up to the event for our VIPs. Like what's the biggest challenge? What's the biggest pain point? And the thing that we're finding right now and myself included is like juggling all these balls for lack of better terms that all feel like they're then sometimes the line gets blurred between busy work and productivity between needle movers and things along those lines. And Caleb did this incredible post to understand that uh, we actually do operate in different modes. And this is the most important part. And he breaks it down into three distinct modes that you can genuinely use to be intentional with your time, to be focused, to make sure that you're not doing busy work, and to help prioritize all these things that are up in the air. And so I'm really, really stoked on this one. But I have to just clear the air real quick because I can't talk about this podcast or focus or intentionality yet because all i can think about is steps right now and this is my podcast i'm so sorry for like the tangent but ashley and i you know our incredible ceo um we both have garments and about a week ago maybe no maybe not a week ago maybe like two and a half three weeks ago uh she connected with me and my Garmin, and we've been connected and friends and i'm not connected to anybody else in my garment but then she sent me a screenshot and apparently when you're connected with somebody, it tracks your steps together for the week. And she sent me a screenshot of her close to me. And I have since become obsessed with this challenge. And we literally were just on FaceTime talking about this podcast, but also our steps. And she's out doing steps right now while I'm recording because she has an advantage because I'm sitting in the chair. And so I'm thinking about Ashley doing steps and then how I'm going to make up for them later. But just so you know, if any of you want... Uh, when it comes to productivity, movement has been my big secret. I just did a post about this on Facebook and, and I realized that in a week I managed to walk for some semblance of like 40 hours or something total. And I finished three books and one of them I listened to two or three times because of that time compression. <clears throat> but if you have a Garmin and you do your steps, and I've been anchoring this in with a lot of my clients, but if you want to be connected and showing all of you how we can use your steps to basically increase your revenue or your referrals in your business by habit stacking. And so let me know. So now that I'm off that tangent and I'm not thinking about steps, we can get back into productivity. And so like when we think about intentionality, when we think about business, when we have clarity on something, even in the beginning of our business, or we launch a new product, we launch a new offer, we're typically launching with this super clear vision, like what it is, minimum viable product or whatever that is. And then it gets in and then noise happens, right? And other pieces get added and complexity happens. And it's all this focus and juggling and we can get wrapped up and lost in all of it. And it just feels like this fragile balancing act, right? And we have to wear so many roles and so many hats as entrepreneurs and really a skill set of an entrepreneur is that we're adept at navigating multiple challenges simultaneously. But we can't engage with them all at the same time, but we can manage them like being a triage nurse, right? And and we have to have confidence in our abilities and our awarenesses, but also in ourselves. Like We have to know what modes we're in so we can get the best performance or the best productivity or the best focus out of where we are in that season. And I think one of the big challenges that I see all the time, and he talks about this in his post, and I fell into this trap all the time, is that we think that we can just operate in one mode all the time. And it's go, 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 100%, blank, blank, blank. And and truth be told is you can't. You can't just run a race 24-7, 365. And so breaking this down and understanding that the more intentional we are with our time, the more we focus it, the more we can measure it and know where we're putting it, the faster we're going to be able to achieve the things that we want. And so understanding these zones, as he calls them, I believe is what he calls them, modes, modes, the three different modes of productivity. When I read them, I was like, this makes so much sense. Now he hasn't named them. And so I'm just going to call them mode one, mode two and mode three. But the question that we really want to answer is in the lens of our business and in the lens of our life, right? If we think about our physical existence as a human and what's important, and I'll use my same three examples I always do, like for me, flexing my mindset, um, working on who I am as a man, as a person, and then um, my physical body. Those are important things for me that I want to work on. Then in my business, I have my needle movers, right? And so I want to make progress in those areas every single day. And so the only way I can do that is by taking a bite out of each one of them, intentionally doing a mindset practice or intentionally going to the gym. And if I don't take the bite, (laughs) I can't get closer. But also, if I'm not intentional in planning my time and understanding my seasons and myself as a person, I won't be able to accomplish those things during the day and I won't be able to take that bite. So like, for example, my physical fitness is the most important thing for me and it helps me get my mind right and set myself up. And I have to do it first thing in the morning because by the end of the day, I won't do it. I'm too tired. And so like, I have to understand that to know that when I'm being intentional or understanding my mode, there's a time that I work better as that athlete. And so the more awareness we have about this, the more intentionally we can spend our time on the things that are going to move the needle or get us back to moving the needle or help us fix or change something about ourselves or learn something to get back to moving the needle. And so in this post, he talks about the three modes of productivity. And so what's really, really important is that the feelings that come with this misunderstanding of productivity or that I've seen or that I felt was like, my God, everybody's going all the time. They're making content all the time. It was, it was just shame, right? It was just this constant shame of feeling like I'm not making it or why am I not on right now? Or why am I feeling so sad? or Why do I feel like it's so hard to record a video or why can I not get clarity? And I would just feel this shame that compounded because I didn't understand my modes or my seasons. And so now instead of feeling shame in what he talks about, Is that when you can identify these modes instead of feeling shame you can embrace each mode and ask yourself some questions to ensure that you're on the right track and so that's what he breaks down with these modes so he self-identifies like what mode he might be in and then he asks himself some questions to get into momentum or into action to keep being intentional or productive and not just getting lost in busy work right and so why does this matter Well, as much as I would like to think that waking up every day and living in quote-unquote loose flow state (laughs) will give me my goals, um, all that would mean is I would lay in bed with Netflix eating unlimited stacks of chocolate chip pancakes and Coke Zero, Um, truth be told. Uh, But I don't really want to live like that, but if if I didn't have structure, that's probably what it would look like. And man, do I love some chocolate chip pancakes. But structure, structure is what holds us accountable, right? It's what gives us the, the roadmap or the rules or the plan to help us get to our goals, right? And in entrepreneurship, in our lives or whatever, we kind of create this future version of our business or the things that we want and the structure or the intentionality is the plan that helps us get there, right? Because we have to protect our time. We have to use it intentionally in order to achieve our goal. And so it can't just be flow state, which means we have to identify for lack of better terms, where we are as an athlete, right? So if you think about his modes, you can also think about it as an athlete, right? And athletes don't play a game 24-7, 365. There's the athlete that is the physical athlete on the field. There's the mental athlete of learning the plays, the structures, boom. There's the athlete who recovers and feeds himself and sleeps. And then the athlete who also has a life off of the field. And each one of those is like a different mode. And so when we understand that there's a massive difference between flow and inefficiency and, and flow would be intentionality, right? And a container that allows you to be in your, in your gift or in revenue generation or growth mindset or something along those lines versus inefficiency, which is busy work and distractions and all the noise. You can feel flow when you're aligned and clear, when you're on the right goals, but feeling flow when you have no end target or you feel overwhelmed or you're in resistance and you don't know what to do is literally impossible. And so it doesn't work and it makes us feeling unfulfilled. And so for me, my favorite quote from Thich Nhat Hanh, and I say this all the time, is he said this in one of his walking meditation books was the first time I read it. Um, And he said, the moment you recognize you are, you no longer are. Which means the moment we have an awareness where we can label something, we can change it. It's like a current state in the map. And so for me, it's a gift when I realize I'm stuck in busy work, because that means I'm not doing income generating activity or needle moving activity or whatever that is. But it means that when I recognize that, I might not also be in a state where I'm ready to go execute that needle mover or go do that thing. But if I can identify what state I'm in, I can use that state to get closer, which might be, I need to go work out or I really need to take a break or I need to journal or I need to do whatever. But this identification is what helps us get back on the field over and over and over. Okay. So for me, I can't do this any more justice than reading his post, but I wanted to kind of paint that picture because the post is really, really powerful. Okay. And so, you know, one anchor that I've used consistently since I had Scott Oldford on the podcast. And for those of you who don't know Scott, go listen to the podcast. Uh, it's incredible. And he's an incredible entrepreneur and human. But he just shared this one simple tip, this one simple hack with me uh, when he was on the show. And he said during the day, he has an alarm on his phone go off, you know, two to three times a day. And, it, and in the alarm on the iPhone, you can change what it says. And he has his say, is what you're currently doing aligned with your vision or where you want to go? Just as this check-in or barometer To say like, hey, is this in alignment? Is this it? To kind of bring some awareness or pattern interrupt to identify what these states are, right? And so this is my invitation for you. You can even hit pause on the podcast right now, right? This is it. But hit pause or just ask yourself, in how I've spent my time today and how I've spent my time this week, have I been 100% intentional about doing behaviors and activities that are going to get me closer to my goal? I can't say yes to that because I know it hasn't been a hundred and there's areas of improvement in places. But if you need to pause and check, like just ask yourself, is how I've been showing up currently aligned with where I want to go? And no story, no bullshit, just yes or no. And then proceed accordingly. Because here's the thing, if it's no, it's the greatest gift in the world because now we know where we get to go. So I'll give you a second to let that go and I'm going to open this post. And I'm literally just going to read this because it is absolutely incredible. And this is linked below, so please go follow this incredible gentleman. Um, you can go read the post, save the post, all of it, but I'm going to read the post of you. So his caption says, modes of productivity, stare at a wall today if you need, hashtag break the loop. And by the way, I think we're going to title this podcast, stare at a wall today, because that is like the best caption ever. So this is what his first slide says. I feel like we as a society owe ourselves a rebrand of the term productivity. Often we think of it as keeping busy, when in reality, it should be that feeling of I'm doing the right thing at the right time. I've noticed in my life there are three different modes of productivity. They are all of the same value, yet we always admire one and shame the other. I associate each mode with a question. Mode number one. These are the questions that he asks. How am I doing? Am I rested enough? Am I anxious? Or am I foggy? Right? He calls this mode one. And so he checks in and says, how am I doing? Am I rested enough? Am I anxious? Am I foggy? Am I not clear? And so if this, it says in mode one, creating exciting, meaningful work nine out of 10 times relies on me being clear and content. And so he's saying that he has to, in order to create exciting, meaningful work, being clear and content. And so these questions, am I clear? Am I content to know if he can create in his zone productivity? If the answer is no, meaning in mode one, when he asks, how am I doing? Am I rested enough? Am I anxious or am I foggy? He knows that in order to create exciting, meaningful work, nine out of 10 times, it relies on him being clear and content. So if the answer is no, then his productivity or focus becomes hitting the gym, meditations, staring at the wall, taking a nap, or time with friends and family, right? So he identifies that if those questions aren't being answered, he can't perform his best. And these are his SOS or his way in that mode to get back into another mode or to honor that mode and have no shame in it. That is a rest mode. That is a fill your bucket mode. That is your check engine light mode. So his productivity focus then is go hit the gym, get my meditation, stare at a wall, take a nap, time with friends and family, which this brings us into his mode two. His mode two, these are his questions. What do I want a week from now? Am I excited about something? What do I see potential in? And what would be worth trying? In this case, his productivity becomes planning things out, enjoying books and podcasts and learning, speculating and journaling and researching what others have done. And so in that mode, that mode is his like vision place or future place or like getting clear on what the next mile marker is and then utilizing that space to get clear on that before it goes into the other modes, which then brings us to mode three. And mode three is wait. Why, if everything else feels right, why haven't I just executed? And in this case, productivity comes when I revisit the previous phases, I remove distractions from my environment, I just suck it up and do hard things, and I put myself near like-minded people. So much of the world wants to be in mode three, 24-7. We want to lock in and go hard. Frankly, it feels like we want to become something we're not. All of these modes of productivity work together and should be valued equally. And in the case of mode three, right, mode three being like, I'm out on the field, I'm a savage, right? If, if everything feels right, why haven't I executed? And you go back to mode one and you realize in mode one that you're not feeling clear and content, then you hit those. And if you go to mode two and in mode two, you realize, well, I know where I want to be a week from now. This is what I'm excited about. And I'm feeling this certain way and I'm clear, why am I not doing it? And it comes down to self-accountability. And he literally says in mode three, it's like, just suck it up and do hard things. Environmentally, put yourself around people that will hold yourself accountable. Or if you're not stuck, revisit the previous phases because maybe there's clarity missing in your vision, or maybe there's an emotion or a block or something that's in the way. But what I think is so, so powerful about this is whatever way you choose to label it, it's understanding yourself as an athlete. It's understanding how to get the best out of yourself and the best performance, right? And if I was ever going to give you like, and you're like going to go give the first keynote of your life, you would prep for that. You would sleep good. You would dress a certain way and then you would go give it. You would never want to give it after not sleeping for three days and completely exhausted and a meltdown. And you kind of want to create these environments where you know your modes and then you can recognize your modes. Because if you can recognize your mode, you can use it as a tool and honor it, not shame it. Like you need to fill your bucket. Like you can't give from empty, right? And so if you're sitting here trying to record a podcast and your brain is going a million miles a minute because you're distracted and you're boom and you're blank, like you need to pause for a minute. You need to find a way to fill your bucket, right? These modes help us understand. How to keep ourselves in momentum and really protect our vision right because are really creating protective measures to say hey the only reason i'm asking these questions or identifying these modes is because something's getting in the way of me executing whatever it is that i want to execute well is it something in clarity with like how i'm doing it or where i'm going or is it something emotional in my relationship to it and if it's neither of those things then maybe i do need some outside support or i need to revisit some things here right but the more awareness that we have about how we're showing up or what could get in the way and the more simplistically we can break it down, the more intentionally we can use that time and use that information to spend it on the things that move the needle or help us get back on track when we get off. Right. And so, you know, we've seen this before and and I love how he calls it out, but like this hustle, 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 like I'm okay if you hustle, but you need to hustle as hard filling your bucket as you do in X task, right? Like you need to give the same amount of effort in filling your bucket and doing the work outside of what's on the field than you do what's on the field, right? And, and all of these modes are equally important. There is no, you are in 100% race shape all the time. Like even the best athletes in the world taste rest days. And even in the middle of a training week, they have to call it on. I'm like, I'm too sore today. I need to go into a different mode. And I need to rest. I need to refeed myself, right? And so as an entrepreneur, we're going to have noise around us all the time. We're literally changing the game. We're changing the field. The rules change. We're playing it. And we have to know that all the noise is just going to try to distract us from where we spend our time. And so the more ways or the most simplistic way that we have to recognize either our zones or our states of being and use the SOS model to get back in or use this incredible post from Caleb and identify your zones of productivity, you can use them to be intentional. And so just ask yourself that one question, right? If it's the alarm clock or if it's the, and what I do and currently aligned with my vision. And if the answer is no, just pick one thing that brings it back in, right? And do that thing consistently or take Caleb's post. And by the way, go read it, go comment on it. Uh, it's worth swiping through. It's a carousel. It's linked in the show notes. Um, his Instagram, I will give you his handle right now. It's at, and then C-M-D-U-P-L-A-I-N. So C-M-D-U-P-L-A-I-N um, is his Instagram. But I want you to go read it, right? And maybe his questions work for you. And maybe you write down on a piece of paper, zone one and write down his questions, zone two, his questions, zone three, and then maybe you add some of your own. And you add your own thing in. You're like, God, if I recognize I'm here, here's what I do. And you use this version to make your own SOS. Either way, you're figuring out how to treat yourself as the athlete, triage where you are, and then give yourself the most effective dose of what you need to get back on the field and give yourself a chance to win the game. And so I thought this was incredible. Ashley found this post. We both read it. We loved it. And so I hope this is helpful. I really, really want you to go find the post. And uh, most importantly, put it into practice. And so that's how I'm going to wrap today's show. Uh, because if I go any longer, Ashley's going to get way too far ahead of me in steps. And I can't have that. <laughs> and I can tell you that this is the best thing to be addicted to. Because it's only got hidden benefits and for me walking outside more and being in nature more. So we might as well celebrate it. And so I'm going to go work on my zone of productivity. And I'm going to make the step zone. And that is consume as much books and content for my heart and soul as possible. We're getting as many steps in because I don't like losing and I will completely be obsessed with my health. And so that's where we are today. So I love you to pieces. I hope you have an amazing day. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms, especially the one with yourself. This has been another episode. I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. but either way we out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the mind of George show.